Welcome to the Home Building Hub, your essential podcast guide to building your new home. Hosted by industry experts Colin Bischoff and Darren Brennan, this conversational podcast will help better educate you about all things new home building so you can avoid costly mistakes and enjoy your building experience to the fullest, no matter which home builder you choose. Hey there, folks. Colin here from the Home Building Hub, joined by co-host Darren Brennan. And thanks for jumping on again. This is, uh, I guess, part three of a little uh, mini three-part episode or series around building terms, land terms. And this one actually is around contract drawing terms. So for all of those who are at that point of the process, um, I guess if you're at the start where a builder's provided you with some standard contract drawings or some standard plans, uh, or if you're at your own contract drawing stage and you've got some detailed plans there, this episode will help with explaining some of the acronyms, Daz, that people come across. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to kick off first with uh, the disclaimer? Ed, yeah, indeed. So whilst we're all about providing you with uh, value, this podcast should not be considered as legal or financial advice. It contains general information only, and you should seek out independent professional advice on your personal situation before making any legal or financial decisions. Separate to that, there's a fee for the podcast. We keep going on about it, but we really want you guys to share it with at least one person. It'd be amazing for us. So if you're getting value out of the podcast, please just, you know, copy the link, stick it in a text message and bang it across to our mate who might get some value out of the podcast. He'd be doing us a, a great service. So uh, I might kick things off, Cole, this one. I'm just going to scroll down my page to get to it. So I guess one of the first terms would be MM or, uh, you know, the measurement on a plan, which usually uh, in millimetres referring to a 1,000 mm equaling one metre, for example, a standard uh, shower is usually 900 millimetres um, or 0.9 of a metre um, and an upgraded shower is often 1,200 millimetres or 1.2 metres. So MM is the first one made over to you. Yep, nice. So one uh, that people have a bit of trouble with I'm going to talk about is elevations. Okay, so when you look at a contract, uh, I call them you know, contract drawings, but detailed drawings, there's going to be a whole bunch of pages. And those pages will be, you know, there'll be like a bird's eye view um, of your plan, but there'll also be these elevation views. And that's basically the side view of a particular, it might be the front, the side and rear externally of your home. But there's also elevations provided by the the, the builder and, and the drawings or the drafty. Uh, outlining the side view of your kitchen or side view of your bathroom, of your ensuite, uh, you know, all the internal components as well, okay? So they're, that's what elevations are. Um, they're the side view and they're really helpful for you to get a better detail on um, what your design will include, maybe the, how many cupboards and uh, the cupboards all the way across or do you have cupboards up the top, things like that. That's why you need to look at elevations. Great, man. I'm kicking off with eaves. So uh, eaves are the horizontal edges of the roof that overhang beyond the walls, um, providing protection from uh, the weather elements and enhancing the architectural aesthetics of the home. Um, the most common eave would be a 400 mil, but that could be a 600 mil. That might even be a 300 mil uh, eave. So they're just sticking out from the side of the house. They make it look pretty good, so... Yep. Yeah, often people will like those. Yeah, one thing to bear in mind with eaves, I guess it relates back to our last uh, podcast, is if you've got eaves, you've usually got to be a little bit further from the side boundary of the property to make sure you've got enough natural light getting in through the windows. 
probably say, Daz, most, most builders add eaves in Victoria, a standard to the front of the facade and a little bit that wrap yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we use, uh, it depends, 400, 450 mil eaves. Um, but in other states, I know Queensland require eaves around the whole lot from memory. So it, do, it can vary by state. Yeah. So just be mindful of that. But yeah, eaves are pretty important. Um, the next one in relation to, uh, I guess, facades is uh, one called an awning window. Okay. So most of the homes and builders supply standard sliding windows throughout the home, sliding doors, sliding windows on the front of your home. To address the street appeal and potentially the estate requirements, there's a, uh, more than likely no sliding windows allowed. They're going to put awning windows. So just for people who don't know what that means, an awning window is essentially the window that has the little the little um, thing to use to, to turn to the winder. right, the little winder thing. The awning window is one that's not a sliding window. It's the one that comes out, okay? So as you wind it, up, wind it to the right, the window progresses out towards the front of the home, okay? So... That's um, that's what an awning window is. Cool. Some of these next ones probably don't need a lot of explanation, So, but we'll fly through these. So if you see on your plan a WIP, it's referring to a walk-in pantry. Over to you. And it, sometimes Darren, a plan may not have a walk-in pantry, so they might just have the letter P with a full stop next to it uh, or yep. P-A-N. So walk-in pantry is good. Um, I've got R-E-F. And that refers to the refrigerator space. Okay, so if a refrigerator will be very unlikely to be provided by the builder, but a refrigerator space, it will give you the dimensions of that to make sure that your fridge fits in there. On that note, it's worth uh, measuring your fridge too. And if you need to widen that space, speak with your builder to make sure your fridge fits because there's nothing worse than finding out later <laughs> your fridge doesn't fit in the space that's provided because some of the fridges are pretty damn big these days. Uh, my one is MW, which is referring to the microwave space. It'll usually, where they've got an MW, have a PowerPoint there. It'll be within the cabinetry in your kitchen. Um, so check it out. Can be up on the wall or down low below the below the bench top. Uh, yeah. So W. Uh, sorry, M W M W yep. microwave. My one next is D W. So that stands for dishwasher. And again, some builders provide the actual dishwasher. Some do not. But when it comes to drawings, we're referring to the dishwasher space, just like we are with microwave and refrigerator spaces. Okay. So. That's um, where they're proposing on the drawings to place um, the space for you to install your dishwasher. Cool. Next one is uh, WM, which is there for washing machine, and it's referring to the space of which you place your washing machine because, again, most builders don't provide a washing machine. It'll generally be in your laundry, but, again, if you've got a European-style laundry, for example, in a hallway or something it could be in that area as well uh, it will include taps to the area and also a, a drainage point where you can have your overflow from your uh, washing machine run out into over to you mate yep so the next one for me is dr it's usually dr and that just refers to a drawer so again you would be looking at your plans you'd be looking at the elevations of your kitchen or potentially your laundry but most likely the kitchen where the drawers are um, and sometimes you might have a pot drawer that you've upgraded to, so it might refer to POT or, or PDR or something like that, but that make sure you double-check the elevations to see that you've got the pot drawer you wanted or whether you've got the drawers or the cupboards in the right way, shape, or form. Cool. Next one is CSD, which stands for Cavity Sliding Door, um, but might also be noted as SD, 
for just sliding door. And what a cavity sliding door is a door that goes back into the wall itself. So it's hidden nicely within the wall. Um, and away you go. And it'll usually show the direction of which it slides back into that wall. Yep. For those watching, we've cool. got one right behind me just here, cavity sliding door. But for those listening, that probably yeah. won't help much, Daz. Yeah. Um, the next no, one indeed. is WIR. So that is a walk in robe. Okay, so if you're in a master bedroom, there'll probably be a reference WIR for the walk-in robe, which is the ones you walk in, and it's usually got an L-shape or a U-shape set of cabinetry, uh, not cabinetry, sorry, shelving, I should say. The standard bedrooms usually won't have a walk-in robe. They will have just what's referred to as a robe, okay, so not something you can walk into, but something you're just in front of you like a robe or a linen cupboard sort of shape. So WIR is walk-in robe. Cool. I'm on a W-I-L, which is a walk-in linen. And again, generally would have in a walk-in linen some shelves provided, ready to go. So you get, three, you know, four or five shelves, depending on what's specified on the drawings. Next, mate. Yep. WC, this one I've been asked about a lot. So WC, actually, the term is water closet. Uh, but in simple terms, WC just represents a toilet. Like it's just that where the toilet is, is WC. Nice and simple. Cool. Next one is ENS, which is your ensuite, which is generally off the master bedroom. So it would uh, traditionally have a shower and a basin and a toilet in there. Um, again, depending on the size of your home, you may have multiple ensuites. So it might be even labeled ENS one, two, three, four, et cetera, depending on how many, uh, ensuites directly off a bedroom you have. So over to you, mate. L-I-N, so close to what yours one yours was with walking linen. This one refers to just L-I-N, which represents linen. And just to repeat, that the linen usually represents a, a space that has four shelves, usually sometimes five, as opposed to a robe that has one shelf and hanging rail um, in a bedroom, for example. Cool. And then, uh, then you're going to have a BRM or a BR, which is referring to a broom cupboard. Um, which usually means it's just got one shelf and then enough room, you know, and there'd be quite a high shelf um, and enough room below that to put your your um, broom or your vacuum cleaner in that cupboard. So Yeah, and consider cool. adding a electrical or PowerPoint um, into your broom cupboard if you do have a vacuum that needs charging. Good place to, to add a PowerPoint. The next one for me is um, RA. You'll see this on all the plans uh, somewhere. RA is return air. Okay, so that's a required section, um, usually a little void area. It's got a little grill uh, or grate at the front of it, usually somewhere along a hallway or a passage. Essentially what that is, it's a ventilation system component that allows the air to flow back into the heating and cooling unit for reconditioning. Okay, so you don't um, need to keep your heater on. If you want to keep it on 18, for example, you don't keep bringing in air from the outside to recondition it because that would take too much effort. It actually recycles the air through the return air vent, back up the unit and spits it back out through the, the ducted system. Okay, so that's what return air is for and you definitely need one. Indeed. Next is bulkhead, sometimes related to uh, or noted, sorry, as B-head, not big head like me, but uh, <laughs> B-head on a plan. Um, this is just a drop section of plaster, usually in a hallway or passage, uh, but also 
sometimes found in areas like a kitchen, so you might have a featured drop-down bulkhead. It's also often put in place to break up the line of the plaster so you don't see too long a line of plaster ceiling because it's mm-hmm. pretty difficult to get that plaster ceiling to be as flat as a tack, so it does break up visually your eye so that you can't tell that uh, that it you know may not be as... as uh, level as you perceive it actually is so it's a it's just there also as a bit of a way to break the the roof space up so yeah cool. and here. they look good too i think yeah bulkheads yeah yeah indeed next indeed. one for me is hws so that just stands for hot water service uh sometimes it might be known as hwu for example is a hot water unit so for the most part i'd say darren at least here in victoria uh more so the metro most of the time that'll be um you know, your solar hot water service uh, unit that is standard. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, next is GM, which is your gas meter, usually located at the front of the property. Yep. Quick one after that, MB stands for meter box. Okay, so that will be put usually on the side of your property uh, pretty close to the gas meter. Um, one condition there is if you're building a narrow house on a narrow block and you're building boundary to boundary, the meter box will more than likely be placed inside your porch, okay? It'll be put into the brickwork a little bit so it won't stick out too much, but it will be placed in there, okay? So narrow narrow blocks, narrow homes, please keep that in mind. Meter box, yep. For sure. Um, and, and it's referring to the electrical meters, I guess. It's, I don't know if you mentioned that, Cole, but no, I didn't. that's a DP yeah. downpipe around the home. Um, they are, they do need to be specified in certain locations. Um, so there's got to be a certain number of those around the home capturing a certain amount of the roof space. So DP be, uh, just around the outside of the, the perimeter of the property or the perimeter of the home. Cool. Over to you, mate. Yeah, OBS may or may not be on your plans, but um, that often refers to obscure glazing or uh, frosted window essentially. So if there is a little uh, window schedule on your plans, sometimes the builders will put uh, whether it's frosted or whatnot, but OBS might be a term used to indicate that it's obscure glass, okay? So a bathroom might not have clear glass or an ensuite or a toilet, um, it depends. You have to check with your builder inclusions, but that's what it means if you do have that um, selected or as as part of the standard. Cool. Three to go, Cole. Niche, uh, usually referred to as a shower niche, essentially is a built-in square or rectangular shelf, indoor wall, uh, which you can put your shampoo on, um, but can also be used, uh, just done in plaster, for example, to put your TV in, meaning, you know, a large cutout in the wall, essentially. Um, and, and used to be, and it's not as often these days, but they're often put in hallways and stuff as features in homes as well. And people have put a downlight inside that. Um, yeah. So that's what a niche is. It's a cutout into the wall for either in a shower or for a telly or something like that. So. Yep. GPO, general power outlet, another word, PowerPoint. Okay. So some plans, electrical plans refer to GPO. You just need to check two things. Single. Is it a single or is it a double? And. You want to check the height of the PowerPoint. Make sure that's where uh, it needs to be. And our lucky last mate's a sewer stack, and they're only on two-story homes because you don't need them on a single, but a sewer stack is a vertical pipe that carries the water, the wastewater that is, um, and any sewerage from the upper level uh, down to the main sewer uh, beneath the home. So, yeah, you'll see an area that might be labelled sewer stack, um, and that's referring to where the, all the water from upstairs showers, um, toilets, etc., are flowing downstairs. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. Well done. 
Done well there, Daz. Yeah, we have. We've done pretty quick. So we just want to say thank you for listening again. We hope that all of these terms have been of value for those who are trying to review plans. We hope that the previous two episodes have been pretty short and sharp and of value to those of you, you know, in the land process or or the quoting process as well. So, um, yeah, these episodes came about just from some feedback from our listeners, just saying that sometimes we throw out terms that we know as jargon. Um, I think the term titled land was the one that the example was given to us, Darren. It was. So, we yeah, we wanted to. Thank you, Anthony. Anthony, (laughs) yeah. So, we, we just wanted to go back to the basics and and give you guys some of the most common terms. So hopefully you found it very valuable. Um, Yeah, as we say at the the top, please uh, share it with someone, this this podcast, and if you've got any other further questions or other things you want us to talk about, please jump on the website, homebuildinghub.com.au. If you want to learn more about myself or about Darren, go back to episode one, tells you about who we are, experience, also why we're doing the podcast, what the point is, what the purpose is. And that calls it a day, I reckon, for this one, Darren. Awesome, mate. Have a uh, enjoy the rest of yours and uh, catch up with you in a week, mate. Done. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye bye. One.